Right now, command the season at Herson's Kia. If you're looking for a new Kia, Herson's has 0% financing and leases starting at $129 per month. Check them out at hersonskia.com. Peaceful vibes, spectacular views. Life's just a little sweeter this time of year at the central coast of North Carolina. Treat yourself to a cozy getaway and take in the crisp air and relaxing sounds of the central coast water. Enjoy a specialty cruise, nature's beauty, and amazing wildlife. Plan your cozy getaway today at onlyinonslow.com. That's onlyinonslow.com. Get cozy at the central coast of North Carolina. Well, this will be banned by social media. I can promise you that because it's actually good news. Good news for the Trump campaign. Good news for transparency. Good news for anyone that went out and voted. Yeah, Pennsylvania numbers are showing a dramatic and shocking update. I'm going to dive into this right now. Get ready to take some notes. So, look, we know that there is fraud in this election. We know it because Democrats are now admitting it, saying, well, there's no way to not have some sort of level of fraud, right, in every election. It's just we got to minimize it to make sure that it's, you know, minimized. <laughs> That's their new sales pitch. Like, well, no, no election doesn't have, like, some level of fraud. It's just, but it's not enough to make a difference in the election. That's, that's now how they're selling it. Kelly McEnany was shut down, let me remind you, by Neil Cavuto. Uh, and is if you'll grab this audio, she was started to talk about it at a press conference. And this was one of those amazing eye-opening moments when you're going, what in the world is happening? When, when, when Fox is now, like, suppressing or silencing the voice of the Trump campaign, you know you got problems, right? You, you know you got some serious issues here. She comes out to explain voter fraud. She comes out to talk about the voter fraud. Uh, and, and the questions that the campaign's asking through these legal challenges. And before she could even get to it, Neil Cavuto at Fox, not at CNN, not at MSNBC, actually cuts Kayleigh McEnany, the White House press secretary, off from the beginning of her presser. Now, let me also remind you about one of the other things that's just amazing about the media here. The media has been saying over and over again, you cannot say that there's fraud unless you show proof. Show proof. Where's the proof? There's no fraud. It's not happening. Show proof. You must show proof. Everybody must show proof. You can't say anything. Uh, it is fake news. It's false. We're going to mark it as false on social media. We're going to say that this is a lie, that this is not telling the truth unless you show us proof. So the Trump campaign says, okay, we'll show you some proof. And then the media says, you can't say there was fraud. We're not going to allow you to show the proof to the American people. And you're like, what? What what are you talking about here? Now, here is that awkward moment with Cavuto. Take a listen. We want every legal vote to be counted. And we want every illegal vote. Well, 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 I I just think we have to be very clear. She's charging. uh, The other side is welcoming fraud and welcoming illegal voting. Unless she has more details to back that up. I can't in good countenance continue showing you this. I want to make sure that maybe they do have something to back that up. But that's an explosive charge to make. The other side is effectively rigging and cheating. Uh, If she does bring proof of that, of course, we'll take you back. So far, she has started saying right at the outset... Welcoming fraud, welcoming illegal voting. Not so fast. We'll have more after this. Not so fast, America. Not so fast. We, the media, 
are going to demand you show us proof that there is some sort of voting issue here. And then we're going to shut you down when you try to tell us about the issues that we, the media, have demanded that you show us. And then before you can do it, it's, by the way, just so everybody knows, it's an opening statement, right? When you have a press conference, you usually say, today we are going to cover da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And then you lay out your points, your case, your product, whatever it is. I've done a hell of a lot of press conferences in my life. This is normal. Neil Cavuto should know that that's normal. You come out with what the point is, and then you back it up with what you want to share or show to the people and the media that are there at the press conference. All of the media, by the way, has been obsessed with Donald Trump can't lie about this. You can't post a video showing what you believe might be voter fraud. We'll, we'll mark it as false or partially false and shut you down on social media, which is what they've been doing. And then the media will scream from the hilltops, you have showed no proof. They literally had a press conference to show the proof. Now, I want to get cut number two, because this is amazing. I give a lot of credit to Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity saw this, obviously, and the way that this went down, and he's like, all right, I can fix it. I can fix this. I'm going to bring on Kaylee McEnany. And let her say what we cut off earlier today when we said we won't show it because she wasn't backing up her claim, even though it was the very beginning of the press conference. Yeah, the very, very beginning. And then last night, uh, McEnany was asked to come on Hannity's show to kind of like remedy what happened. The like, oops. Uh, You were giving out all the information that us, the media, have been demanding you give out. Show proof. Show proof. You can't say that this election had fraud when it didn't have fraud. And by the way, now Democrats are actually saying there's fraud. But every election has fraud. So it's a low level of fraud. That's their new talking point uh, in Georgia right now. They're they're actually saying this. It's not a joke. So McEnany goes on Hannity to tell about the fraud. Take a listen. The rejection rate was 2%, about 23,000 ballots. That's less than the margin the president would need to make up the difference. Here with reaction, RNC Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel and, well, White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany. All right, Kayleigh, let's start with you. Explain what those percentages mean and explain you're in the process of getting these affidavits. You have, for example, you brought a pile of them with you tonight. That's right. I did, Sean. Uh, We keep hearing the drumbeat of where is the evidence right here, Sean. 234 pages of sworn affidavits. These are real people, real allegations, signed with notaries who are alleging the following, among other contentions. They are alleging, this is one county, Wayne County, Michigan. They are saying that there was a batch of ballots where 60% had the same signature. They are saying that 35 ballots uh, had no voter record, but they were counted anyway. That 50 ballots were run multiple times through a tabulation machine. Uh, That one woman said her son was deceased, but nevertheless somehow voted. Uh, These are one of many, many allegations in one county, in a county no less, where our poll watchers were in many cases threatened with racial harassment. Uh, They were pushed out of the way, and Democrat challengers were handing out documents how to distract GOP challengers. These are real, and anyone who cares about transparency and the integrity of the system should want this to pursue to the discovery phase. You know, I I, I would imagine You hear what she just said, and this is exactly what the media has been demanding. 
So when she says it, the media refuses to cover it. You know, this is when I go back to a very simple thing in life, a basic saying, I can't fix stupid. I cannot fix a stupid media. I cannot fix the frauds in the media. You know, you you go back to that arrogance that you heard earlier from the media of, you know, demanding proof, and then they refuse to show the country the proof that they've been demanding. When Cavuto cut off McEnany in the beginning of her presser saying, whoa, 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 these are outrageous, outlandish allegations that, that, you know, we're going to have to cut her off. I'm not going to let I'm not going to show you this. Not so fast. And you're and you're sitting there going, what in the world's going on? You demand that she tell you this stuff. She comes with 234 pages of sworn affidavits of real people with real allegations of voter fraud. And then you don't want to air it. Now, let's dive into what we actually have here. One of these states is Pennsylvania. And all you need to do to see evidence of fraud is look at the Department of State Records website to find the fraud, which we've done here. My team has done some serious research into this. And what we found in public records is shocking. And everything I'm about to tell you, we're literally not even able to post on social media because they will shut it down as being false, partially false, because that's now what they do. They say, need context, and you can't see it. Now, remember, these are just the mail-in ballots that were requested. This does not include the ballots that were sent out in bulk to all registered voters. I want you to understand that. What I'm about to tell you about is only the mail-in ballots that were actually requested by voters. Let's talk about some birthdays real quick. You ready for this? 69 people on the state's website says that they requested ballots that were born in the 1800s. Yes, in the 1800s. Of these 69, 55 were registered Democrats. Of the 55 Democrat voters... 37 returned their ballots by Election Day 2020. So we have people that were born in the 1800s. It's 2020. These people would be over 120 years old. Some of them older than that. I'm going to give you the real numbers in a second. Some of these people are like hundreds of years old that actually voted in the election. This means... 69 people, supposedly born in the 1800s, not only sent in an application, but were then approved. So they, they, they requested a ballot, right? And then they were approved to receive the ballot. And then 37 of them actually returned their ballots and their votes were counted. Let me give you the numbers requested by the year in the 1800s. 59 of the people marked the year 1800. Diaz, do some quick math. Everybody listening, do some quick math real quick. If you were born in 1800, how old are you now? Well, 1900 would be 100 years. 2000 would be 200 years. And 2020 would be 220 years old. 58 people actually requested ballots putting their birthday as 1800. And 37 of them actually got their ballots back and voted. One person put 1850, another person put 1854, another person put 1890, two people put 1894, 
So they're 200-plus years old. Another person put 1895, another one put 1896, another one put 1897, another one put 1898, and another one put 1899. I wonder if somebody did that like in order, just throwing that out there. That's not all. Let's talk about the 1900s. People put down the 1900s. November 3rd, 1920, for example. This would mean that anyone in the 1900s are obviously at minimum all over 100 years old on Election Day of 2020. You want to know how many people from the 1900s requested ballots in in, in Pennsylvania? 1,468 people requested ballots. Of the 1,486 people who requested ballots, 889 of them were Democrats. Every single ballot that was sent in from people living in the 1900s was approved. The number of ballots requested by year, you ready for this? 1900, there was 25. 13 of those didn't return their ballots out of the 25. Six people said they were born in 1901. Three people said they were born in 1903, and two people said they were born in 1904. One person said they were born in 1905, another same thing in 06, three in 07, one in 1908, one in 1910, three in 1911, seven in 1912, 13 in 1913, 26 in 1914, and then these numbers start skyrocketing. 39 people from 1915, 77 people from 1916. Now, again, if you put in a ballot in 1916, you're you're how old now? 123. 124, excuse me. 1917 means you'd be 123. 131 people got ballots. 35 didn't return their ballots. Numbers start skyrocketing. 1918, 226 people got ballots. 48 didn't return their ballots. 2019, 373 people. 1920, 548 people. If that's not crazy enough, two people in Philadelphia supposedly not only applied for but received and returned a ballot who weren't old enough to vote. Yeah. One allegedly was born in 714 of 2006, meaning that person's 14 years old, returned a Democratic ballot, and it was counted. Another not registered under a party was born 5-7-2020, not even a year old. They also got a ballot and returned the ballot. Just so you know, to put in perspective for the dumb A's in the media, according to the Guinness Book of World Records, updated May the 28th of 2020, the oldest person to have ever lived was a woman named Janine Calment from France. She lived to be 122 years old. And 164 days. The oldest man to have ever lived was a guy in Japan. He apparently was born April the 19th, 1897, and died on June 12, 2013, at the age of 116 years old and 54 days. The oldest person living recently passed away on May the 28th, 2020. The name was Bob Whiten, and he lived in the UK. He was born March. 29th, 1909, and was officially confirmed as the oldest person living on March 30th, 2020, at the age of 112 in one day. Why am I telling you all of this? Well, calculating everyone born 
1908 and earlier, who supposedly requested a ballot in Pennsylvania. We are looking at 111 people. They got ballots and returned ballots, folks. Unless our country is currently housing 111 of the world's oldest people living, I think it's pretty fair to say there's election fraud. I can't post any of this, by the way, on Facebook because they'll shut us down. There are also some claims that these earlier dates are used when there is not a date of birth entered or available. I'm going to tell you about that in just a second as well, which tells you just how stupid our voting system actually is in this country. Before we do that, I want to talk to you real quick about the number one conservative organization in the country called AMAC. AMAC right now is in a full-on battle to protect the integrity of your vote. That's right, to protect the integrity of your vote. They want to make sure that your vote is counted the right way, that only legal votes are actually counted. If you have not joined the number one conservative organization in the country to make sure you have someone looking out for your best interests, then you need to check out and join AMAC, and I'm going to give you a free membership right now. All you have to do is go to benfreeonline.com, www.benfreeonline.com. Go there, www.benfreeonline.com, and you can get a one-year free membership. Including in that membership, you will also get the AMAC magazine. I'm a columnist for that magazine. I think you'll love the conservative magazine that keeps you up to date on what actually is going on. One other thing that you really need to know uh, about AMAC is this. They are fighting to make sure that your vote is counted the right way. So check out AMAC. Join and make sure that someone's looking out for you and the integrity of your vote. BenFreeOnline.com. That's BenFreeOnline.com. Only incompetent people would believe that there's a bunch of people voting from the 1800s. And I don't believe that the left is incompetent. I don't believe that the media is incompetent. I don't believe that they're stupid. I think they're I think they're smart as hell. I think that they know that there's no way in hell that you had people that were 150 200 years old voting in the election. I think every one of them on TV knows that 25 people getting ballots in Pennsylvania that had their birthdays as registered as being born in the year 1900, which would put them at 220 years old. I'm sorry. Excuse me, I meant to say 1800. 220 years old. The number of ballots requested by year in the 1800s, in the actual year 1800, 58 ballots. You had 69 people requested ballots in Pennsylvania that said they were born in the 1800s. They would be 200 plus years old. And of the 69 that requested, 55 of them were registered Democrats. Come on, everybody. And the state actually gave out these ballots. 69 people born in the 1800s not only sent in an application... But the state actually approved them and sent them back a ballot. And then 37 of these 200-plus-year-old people actually returned their votes and were counted in the election. 200-year-old people. 
And then you got these people that weren't even old enough to vote. You had another one that got a ballot who was born 5-7-2020, not even a year old, and got a ballot and returned a ballot. You had a 14-year-old return a Democratic ballot who was born in 06 that the state sent out. Two people in Philadelphia, keyword Philadelphia, supposedly not only applied for but received and returned a ballot who were not old enough to vote. One less than a year old and one a 14-year-old. You look at all of what I just told you. You have 111 people that would be the oldest people in the world, all living in Pennsylvania, most of them in Philadelphia. Wow. I'm moving to Philadelphia when I get old. Because there you never die. Hell, you can make it to 220. Now, of course, the the left has an excuse for this locally, right? Because the national media is not even going to cover this. There are a lot of people claiming that these earlier dates are just used when there is not a date or birth entered or available. What does that even mean? How can you prove someone's age or eligibility to vote if you don't even have a date of birth on record for them? If that's your excuse, then we're all screwed. Now, there's also some that are saying or claiming that this means nothing because it still isn't enough, quote, votes to bring President Trump across the finish line in the state. This isn't even about Donald Trump right now. If you think it's about Donald Trump right now, you're not paying attention to what I'm saying. I am talking about the integrity of my vote. This has nothing to do with Donald Trump. The fact that 111 people voted that were born in the 1800s in, in, in Pennsylvania and canceled out legitimate voters and their votes, and the majority of them overwhelmingly Democrat, that is a bigger problem. These are only the votes that we can say for a fact, by the way, are invalid or should be invalid based just on the date of birth. We can say they are absolutely illegitimate because no one voted that was born in 1800. Certainly not 56 people. I would post all these numbers for you on social media, on Facebook, but they won't let us. They, they, they shut us down. We aren't even counting those who died at younger ages who aren't citizens of our country, which is another problem. And, and, and by the way, if you want to fact check any of this, do exactly what my team did. Do exactly what my team did. Go to the state of Pennsylvania's Department of State Records website, and you can find everything I just told you. It is all there. So let's go back to that audio clip of Neil Cavuto. And look, I've done Cavuto's show, I I bet you, over 150 times in my life. Not not exaggerating. I've known Neil. Neil's been very kind to me. Throughout my career, when I was early on in my TV career, uh, before I spent seven years in, in hell at Fox or at CNN, I did his show almost every weekend, the, the Cavuto on Business. I did his weekly show, his daily show, I mean weekly. But when you do what Cavuto did, I'm sorry, this is unacceptable. You demand that, that Kaylee McEnany and the Trump campaign give you evidence, the same type of stuff I just did, and then you refuse to air it? And then you say not so fast, like they're deliberately trying to lie? Because when you when you say not so fast, let, let's also be clear about what that means, okay? 
When you say not so fast, as Cavuto said it, what he's saying is, is we busted you and you're lying or deceiving the American people. That's what you're clearly implying. You're implying that I just nailed you and I'm shutting you down because you're telling untruths. You're lying to the people listening. That's what you're saying. That's 100% what you're saying. You're wanting people to think that I just busted somebody lying. That you're not going to get away with that on my show because I'm so smart that I know that you are making up things that are untrue. Yet, what Kaylee McEnany was actually saying was accurate. Here's Cavuto again. We want every legal vote to be counted. And we want every illegal vote. To whoa, be- whoa, whoa. I, I just think we have to be very clear. She's charging. Uh, the other side is welcoming fraud and welcoming illegal voting. Unless she has more details to back that up, I can't in good countenance continue showing you this. I want to make sure that maybe they do have something to back that up. But that's an explosive charge to make that the other side is effectively rigging and cheating. Uh, if she does bring proof of that, of course, we'll take you back. So far, she has started saying right at the outset, welcoming fraud, welcoming illegal voting. Not so fast. A little more after this. Not so fast? It's there, folks. Now, if you don't want to admit it, if you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. I can't fix that. But everybody listening right now should be highly offended By the media saying that there's no proof of voter fraud. When on the on the website of the state, they are showing this many people voted from the 1800s. You and I both know, and they know it, too, that 200 year olds did not vote. You and I both know and they know that a less than a one year old is not allowed to vote, yet they cast a vote. You and I both know that a 14-year-old is not allowed to vote, yet a 14-year-old cast a vote. You want to know why I'm in favor of the full-hand recount ordered in Georgia? This is why. This is exactly why. It's so close there, and you got to wonder what's going on. All I want is an accurate vote count. Notice today, to be honest with you, I've talked very little about Donald Trump. That is on purpose because this is bigger than any one man. This is about the integrity of our election. This is about the integrity of our votes. That's what this is about, folks. That's what this is. This is about the integrity of our election. And if people don't understand that, they're not paying attention. People don't... If if, if people... If you can't understand that, you're not paying attention. This is a problem. Voter fraud is a problem. Anyone that says that voter fraud doesn't exist is lying. And even the Democrats now are coming out slowly. And they're like, well, we are, okay, we know there's a certain level of voter fraud in every election. Let's look at the Trump campaign for one moment. I will talk about this. They filed a lawsuit against Michigan Secretary of State. Jocelyn Benson and Wayne officials in which they allege that credential election challengers were blocked from having sufficient view of the vote counting process. Challenges against certain ballots were ignored, and as a result, ineligible ballots were tallied. The complaint filed today in the Western District of Michigan 
cites dozens of sworn affidavits from the Republican challengers who claim that in Wayne County they were treated unfavorably compared to Democrats in some cases, flat out intimidated. The complaint says Wayne County excluded certified challengers from meaningfully observing the conduct of the election. This allowed a substantial number of ineligible ballots to be counted. Among the allegations, the campaign claimed that the GOP challengers' view of the counting process was physically and intentionally blocked by election officials, and that while they had to remain six feet away due to coronavirus restrictions, their Democratic counterparts were permitted to come much closer. Multiple challengers claimed that they were physically pushed away to a distance where they could not see what was going on. One challenger said an election worker told her, too bad, quote-unquote, when she complained that other workers had moved a monitor away from her so that she could not see what was going on. Several individuals alleged that when they tried to challenge ballots, they were turned away. This allegedly included dozens of ballots from people whose records were not in the poll book. So they let people vote that their actual names were not even in the book. The complaint further alleges that in some cases, Republican election challengers were kept out of the building or refused entry after they had left for lunch, even though Democrats were allowed back in. Several challengers also claimed that in instances where voters were not in the poll book, election workers would create a new record for them using January 1, 1900 as a birth date. Well, that makes sense now. Two challengers claimed that they saw ballots being counted despite not bearing any signature or postmark. Another challenger claimed that she saw a batch of ballots where at least 60% of them had the same signature on their outer envelope. Of course, Benson's office emphatically denied the allegations and insisted that they conduct the election, they conducted the election in a, quote, fair and secure manner. Nothing to see here. We just have 220-year-olds voting in our election. Michigan Department of State spokesman, by the way, Jake Rollo, said in a statement, quote, This is the same kind of irresponsible false rhetoric and misinformation that we saw throughout the election. It is a press release masquerading as a legal claim designed to promote false claims aimed at eroding the public's confidence in Michigan's elections. But it does not change the truth. Michigan's elections were conducted fairly, securely, transparently. And the results are an accurate reflection of the will of the people. All right, so let's deal with Michigan. The complaint and affidavit count for allegations that dozens of ballots were improperly counted there. This alone would not be enough to alter the result of the election as President-elect Joe Biden currently leads the president by a little more than 100,000 votes in the state of Michigan. The lawsuit does, however, call for Michigan to not certify its election results until officials have verified and confirmed that all ballots that were tabulated and included in the final report, report election results were cast in compliance with the provisions of the Michigan Election Code. I'll say it again. At this point, this really has nothing to do with Donald Trump in Michigan. This has to do with the integrity of the vote. The same thing in Pennsylvania. You have these two lawsuits, okay? These two lawsuits that are going on here that everybody needs to understand how corrupt this actually is. In both of these states, 
you have instances where voters who were not in the poll book, apparently, they just gave them birth dates, Michigan. These people in Michigan are saying, we witness workers create a new direct record for these people using January 1, 1900 as a birth date. You have in Michigan election, Republican election challengers kept out of the building or refuse entry after they had left for lunch. The Democrats were allowed back in. Not one but two challengers said they saw ballots being counted despite not bearing any signature or postmark. Another challenger claimed that she saw all these ballots and 60% of them had the same signature. Let's, let's go back real quick to Cavuto for a second. Again, Kelly McEnany actually comes out to lay out the campaign's reasoning for these lawsuits and what they have found and all the whistleblowers that have come in, right? She walks out on that stage. She lays out the case saying, we believe, and then I'm going to tell you why we believe this, and the evidence to back it up. We believe, we believe that there is significant issues with vote voter fraud, and here they are, and it's all over the country. And Cavuto says, no, 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 we're not going to show you that because you're making it up not so fast. And then goes to break. Here it is again. We want every legal vote to be counted and we want every illegal vote. Well, 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 I I just think we have to be very clear. She's charging uh, the other side is welcoming fraud and welcoming illegal voting. Unless she has more details to back that up. I can't in good countenance continue showing you this. I want to make sure that maybe they do have something to back that up. But that's an explosive charge to make that the other side is effectively rigging and cheating. Uh, If she does bring proof of that, of course, we'll take you back. So far, she has started saying right at the outset, welcoming fraud, welcoming illegal voting. Not so fast. We'll have more after this. Let me just say this one more time to all the media. If you yell and scream... We need proof. You must show us proof. You can't say that voter fraud happened without giving us proof. And then the campaign does a press conference to give you the proof, and you don't cover it, and you shut it down, or you act like it never happened, and you don't even report on it. You're, you guys are worse than anybody else in this country. This is why the American people don't trust you. I'll leave it at that. What is a Fisher house? If I had a chance to talk to the Fisher family, I would start crying because I can't articulate how much it meant to us. A Fisher house is a comfort home for military and veteran families to stay in at no charge. Allowing the family to be together to support their loved one during a medical crisis. It's enough to help you thrive through these hard situations. Go to fisherhouse.org for more info and how you might help. That's fisherhouse.org. Right now, command the season at Herson's Kia. If you're looking for a new Kia, Herson's has 0% financing and leases starting at $129 per month. Check them out at hersonskia.com. 